Hello you guys and welcome to the second episode of the More Than Grateful podcast, the podcast where I chit chat about a topic I'm passionate about every Sunday. This week we're talking about body neutrality and trying to entertain a healthy relationship with our body. Um, I'm recording this near a park, <laughs> so if you can hear background noise, I apologize, but I actually like the sound of birds and water and kids running around, so... Um, I hope everything's okay on your side of the globe. Here in Paris, the sun is shining and spring is start- starting to settle. Which is actually sort of what gave me the inspiration for this uh, episode. I've just been spending a lot of time on social media, just TikTok and Instagram. And I saw a lot of content as summer is coming. Um, telling people that they should get ready to get the perfect body and just like toxic trends um, that portray an unhealthy way of looking at weight loss and exercise. I'm thinking for example of like there's this TikTok trend where people show how they use manifestation to better their life in a way and there was just this there's this trend going around of people being like manifesting for their stomach to be flat and their ass to be fat. And I was just like, mm-mm-mm. No, 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 no. I need to talk about this. So yeah, in this episode, um, we're going to talk about our body. We're going to talk about how to treat it well. Uh, even when society is begging us not to. Uh, so I have to do a slight trigger warning because we're going to be talking about mentioning briefly eating disorders. And of course, once again, I am not a dietitian. I'm not an expert. I'm just giving opinions and advice based on my life as a 22-year-old navigating it. If you're a woman or a girl, your relationship with your body has probably been shaped by how others view it and so in this episode i'm going to talk about the female body um there will be brief mentions of workout culture and how that can impact males but i'm gonna focus on the female experience just because that's what i know uh so yeah i wanted to talk about how capitalism has impacted the relationship women entertain with their body and also address how social media and the entertainment industry has tamed the way women view their self-worth. However, I understand that this subject matter cannot be covered in a comprehensive way um, if you don't address how racism and colonialism has impacted beauty standards. But I have no desires or means, no desire or means to speak upon this simply because I don't think it's my place. I'm just, you know, the kid of a mixed race person and I never really experienced um, racism. So if that's something you're interested in learning about, maybe turn towards content creator uh, who have, you know, the knowledge to talk about this subject and um, I tried to type racism uh, of beauty standards uh, on Google and you'll stumble upon a couple great articles but I was expecting like a documentary or maybe like a book recommendation uh, and I didn't find it yet so if I find that I'll post I'll put it under the insta post of this episode because we can always learn more. However, one of um, the a person of color that's also a content creator is uh, Samira Rahim, um, and there's there was a viral video of her answering questions of a journalist on the street, and she was saying how she was a slut because her body. She's a slut because she takes ownership of her body and her body isn't a political playground. I feel like that video was very, um, is very well known. And if you guys haven't seen it, you definitely should. Uh, because that's exactly 
what I wanted to talk about, how capitalism and the patriarchy objectify the female body to the point where it became a place of economical gain and political regulations. There's literally industries <laughs> that have built themselves on the premise of females thinking that the body needs to be aesthetically pleasing. Just like in 2020, I looked it up because I was mad because I was pissed. I was pissed. Um, in 2020 in the US, the cosmetic and beauty industry has generated 49.2 billion dollars and the weight loss supplement companies have made more than 200 billion dollars last year. That is that is actually insane. Um, I'm I am bamboozled. <laughs> and the vicious cycle is that if industries are profiting from people having insecurities, they're just going to keep pushing the narrative of insecurities uh, that people are supposed to have. They're just going to keep creating new insecurities. Um, yeah. And that becomes so toxic because now I feel like um, weight loss culture and cosmetics are targeted to a young, impressionable audience through social media, which some will say gives women sort of the resources and the help uh, to help them figure out how to change their body in a way they're comfortable with and that makes them happy. But I do feel like truly it participates to the objectification of the female body. Because like now that I'm grown, it freaks me out. But when I was a kid, I remember finding it so normal for like a central sexy woman to be used in a commercial to sell cars or candy or high tech or literally anything. <laughs> um, and before that, before the female body was used as economical bait, through history and through art history, it was portrayed as this just savage, wild thing that women couldn't handle and that needed to be tamed and that appealed to be for conquest by men. So when men had a beautiful wife or stole or raped a woman, it was a signifier of their social status. And I think that this idea of the female, of the female body being public territory or something to judge or appreciate or consume even with no regards towards her thoughts or feelings also strongly impacts heterosexual relationships and just men and women's relationships in general. I think that for a long time it was understood that a heterosexual couple was only as beautiful as the woman in the relationship was. And that idea was sort of ingrained in men's brain, people's brain, because that's because they felt comfortable judging a woman's appearance uh, while looking <laughs> like a fucking hard-boiled egg. Because the female body was always portrayed as theirs to judge. And I will say that nowadays with social media and the Me Too movement, everything, I do feel like also with like the aggravation of celebrity culture, all bodies now are objectified to a certain extent, whether they're male or female. Um, so much of the relationship we entertain with our body is based on the relationship it entertains with others and with the world. And I think that's why a lot of people confuse being beautiful and being desirable. Um, because beauty is in all things intrinsically. You know, if you're human and you're taking up space and going through the motions, you're beautiful. And you were beautiful, and you are beautiful, and you will be beautiful. That's something that remains true no matter the trends, or your age, or others' opinions. Because you're simply existing as a part of your environment. And within this body you were gifted is beautiful. Actually, if you look up the etymology of the, world, of the word beauty, it comes from the French word beauté which itself comes from the Latin word bellitas, which was short for bonus. 
And bonus meant what is fair, what is good. And I think that's when we truly fucked up as a society. When we started to determine the value our body holds based on how able it is to please or profit others. Usually, if you ask someone if they're beautiful, they'll answer based on whether or not they think that they're desirable. You know, I'm beautiful if I'm attractive, I'm beautiful if I'm charming or noticeable, or if I inspire jealousy or want. But in those terms, beauty is not something that you have. Beauty is some sort of a gold star that others grant you. Because we were never taught to appreciate what it is to have a body from within. We were never taught to celebrate it and to thank it and just know of its inherent value. We leave it to others and to the media, the fashion industry, trends, social media, whatever, to sort of determine and grade how much our body is worth. And there are so, so, so many issues with that. And I won't be able to cover them all. But one of the main issues and sort of the reason why I decided to record this episode is that social media and influencer culture um, made this threshold of what is beautiful, what is seen as beautiful or as the beautiful or desirable body, just harder and harder and harder and almost impossible to reach, you know, in the, like in the, 90s and the early 2000s um you know there were absurd and just unrealistic representation of women's body in fashion with extremely thin models and then again in all time periods women have sort of been put up against an unrealistic image that they were supposed to strive for but during those times it was sort of understood that those idealistic representations of the female body were just that idealistic and even like in the 90s and the early 2000s i feel like fashion model where models were almost like a different kind of woman because the common people understood that they were subjective to insane regimens and photoshop was used etc etc and there was no real expectation of everyday women to look this way in their everyday life don't get me wrong it was still really harmful because those images they got into your head and started the never-ending cycle of self-hatred where your body is supposedly never gonna be enough but i feel like there was still a distance and an understanding that those expectations were not attainable but with the boom of social media and influencer culture starting in 2010 and reaching its full potential i feel like in 2016 2018 maybe um i feel like this protective barrier barrier that existed between the everyday person and the ideal body type has sort of shattered and now, because influencers and YouTubers and TikTokers and, you know, every social media personality was at some point just like a, a regular person, right? Um, there is sort of some sort of an understanding, like, if they look like that, when at the beginning they were just like me, they were just, you know, a normal person with... I'm, I'm saying that with brackets, because no one's normal, there's no such thing, but... Um, like a person with a normal under brackets not not normal but like normally flawed yeah normally flawed body if those everyday people look like this then I'm supposed to look like this how come I don't look like this and I feel like everyday people now feel like they're expected to look like influencers without truly understanding how poses are everything poses are everything face tune is everything filters are everything makeup is everything there was actually a cute like uh youtube video 
about this guy that um, did celebrities makeup and he was like you have no idea of how far they'll go to look good for 10 fucking minutes on the red carpet like they get cold water injections in their like forehead and face so it looks hydrated and just fresh and like you know and then full body makeup makeup on the feet makeup on the on the arms makeup on the fucking legs like bodies are supposed to look textured because body bodies help us go through the day and so they crease and they bend and then and they turn and they sit and they have little weird creaks and angles and it's fucking normal with social media there's also like an overload of information regarding weight loss and exercise to the point where it's been so normalized that I feel like people think that wanting to change your body is normal. And there's like almost a, if you don't strive to make your body as thin or beautiful under comma as possible, there's something weird with you. Um, and that's why I entertain a strange relationship with the wellness industry because I feel like sometimes it is toxic and sometimes it does promote self-loathing. I don't think that, I, again, I'm not a dietitian, but I don't think that counting calories is a healthy answer to, you know, if you don't have like a, a weight problem, if you're not, if your weight doesn't endanger your life and I feel like again that's a very misconstrued idea like people look at an obese person and they think like oh this person is so unhealthy when really an obese person might actually you know have a a really great cardiac system or like a really great diet like sometimes weight do you see what I mean like sometimes weight and often, weight isn't a way to tell if someone's healthy because it depends on metabolism. It depends on uh, people's hormones. Are they are they taking birth control or like are they taking antidepressants? Or are they taking some medicine that um, demands that they stock they stock grease? Like there's so many things that come into account that I feel like do- people don't think about they just see a fat body and they think like that's unhealthy that's lazy that's gross when really like my thing is that I feel like when you're fat people it takes away some of your substance for people and that's that really sucks anyway um whatever I also feel like Again, I'm not a dietitian. Intermittent fasting. (laughs) I've watched a lot of videos of people. I understand that, like, um, that's an old practice. Uh, I think it's Asian. I don't wanna. I don't wanna say anything wrong, but I feel like okay, it might have originated from Asia, and it's an old practice that people, you know, have done for a while. But in the way it is presented in the Western world. I've seen so many people come out with YouTube videos where they were like on a diet and they were intermittent fasting and they come out of it one day and they were like I had an eating disorder that was just a sorry there's a motorbike okay it's gone I had an eating disorder this whole fucking time (laughs) so I don't know I'll just say um be careful in the way you treat your body because it's the most precious thing you possess and always make do things that make you feel strong and comfortable and confident so yeah um that's also what i wanted to and that's one thing that surprised me and that i learned through social media is that you or you'll see like fitness guys like, you know, like, sort of, you'll see fit, fitness guys and you, you'll think, like, oh, they're just, you know, doing whatever. They love the gym. They love to exercise. Um, 
so many fitness guys that come out and were like, just because I'm a, I'm a woman, people didn't even think that I could have an eating disorder. But the way I was tracking everything I ate and the way I was, you know, monitoring my 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 intakes and just how uh, how much I I I weighed it every day and stuff that was an eating disorder and because I was a guy and because I looked strong people would never think you know that that was what's going on what was going on so yeah I just feel like social media pushes people to give this unreal amount of time and brain power and energy to, towards thinking about how they look and um I actually looked it up this morning. I looked a lot of thing up, things up this morning because I wanted to not... Like, you know, there are facts and, there, and then there's fiction. And I, I was like, maybe this is just in my head, but it's not in my head. Um, this numbers are for the US. In the US, one in five women and one in seven men will experience an eating disorder by the age of 40. That is actually insane. That is insane. By the age of 40. It really is like young people. And then 1 in 20 American women have anorexia. That's insane. That's so many people. So, 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 so many people. And see, that's... Like, I have many issues with the wellness and workout culture. Because I feel like it rarely has... It's a business, so it rarely, <laughs> truly has uh, the best interest. I'm going to take a gulp, gulp of tea. I'll be right. Mm. Okay. Uh, it rarely has the best interest of people at heart because they're trying to make money <laughs> out of, you know, you changing your body. So whatever. But one of my main issue with the wellness and workout culture is that it only ever fucking promotes the same body type. I don't hear enough, like, you should exercise because it reinforces the relationship between your body and your mind. You should exercise because it produces dopamine and can raise your mood. You should exercise because it's a great way of um, exercising discipline in your everyday life, etc., etc., etc. No, Usually it's, you know, it's never direct, but it's always, you sh it's not pushing people to have like the healthiest, happiest body for themselves. It's pushing people towards having a thin body. <sighs> There's so much wrong with that. Like the, the, there are so many things that are wrong with this. And just like as people... We are not all supposed to look the same. We all have very different metabolism. We all have very different heights. We all have very different hormones levels. We all have so many things that mean that we are not all supposed to be fucking thin. That is just not true. And people will say like, yeah, it's about being healthy. It's about, you know, you can be healthy and not thin. That's just, ugh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm getting upset. Okay, don't get upset. Um, okay. One other thing, and that's like a result. That's sort of, that's not a result of the obsession with the body, but that's with the obsession with the body, is an obsession with just appearances in general. That is broadcasted to young people, and that leads to them supporting very detrimental industries, uh, like the porn industry that just whew, oh my God, that profits from you know creators and it perpetuate it literally perpetuates rape culture without ever addressing it without ever like giving like a little disclaimer hey uh, this is not where real sex is like you know porn industry and also fucking fast fashion fucking fast fashion uh, which is, of course, as you know, the second most polluting industry in the world. So now, not only is this obsession with 
um, being trendy and being desirable and looking youthful and thin costing us because it impacts our peace of mind, it impacts our self-esteem, it impacts our relationship with others. It's also costing the fucking planet. <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, 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 I can't. I'm going to take more tea. This tea is uh, it's Yorkshire Golden. Mm. It's really nice. And I so... Um, how did I just forget about her name? Oh, no, I didn't. I saw Florence Pug. Pa- pa- I don't know how you pronounce her name. Florence P-U-G-H. <laughs> I saw Florence Pug. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce that name. She was making a cooking video on Instagram because she always does because she's the best person in the entire fucking world. And she was like, <laughs> she made a video on how to drink tea. Oh, it's just the most precious she's so precious she's so cute and the tea she was drinking was yorkshire golden and and um i was just not homesick but i was like i miss britain and just being like i miss britain i miss ireland i miss those isles and uh yeah so i went to my little british food store in Paris and I bought some Yorkshire Golden and it's very fucking strong but it's also very good so Mm. this is what's getting me through telling you guys about (laughs) how loving yourself you know Tumblr was fucking right all those quotes on Tumblr like loving yourself is a radical act it fucking is a radical act it's also political like love your fucking self if not for yourself for the planet if not for yourself for your daughters if not for yourself for literally every single fucking cell in your body that's in love with you in a way you can never understand because it's literally fighting every single day for you to remain alive okay i'm done (laughs) i'm done with the uh oh it's really good to you guys okay so um just to circle back to the thin body type thing um which was in the 90s and 2000s like do you say the 90s the 90s and the 20s no you say the 90s and i can't i don't know how to speak english (laughs) that's the truth if you only remember one thing out of this episode it's that i don't fucking know how to speak english um (laughs) yeah so you know the thin body type which was a thing i feel like in the 90s and in the early 2000s now it's sort of mutated for my greatest fucking pleasure (laughs) into you know um middle-sized boobs thin waist ass thighs you know and just can we talk about what is people's fucking problem with stomachs like i do not understand it's so bizarre to me like if it was just an overall thing for like thinness and we were expected to just have like small boobs and a small waist and just be petite and have a small ass and like take up little space and just be those vulnerable figures that resemble infants uh for men to protect and own because shit you know what this episode is not on how sexism and pedophilia are related so i'm not going to be talking about that but um whatever with this body type of like the boobs and the ass you're telling me that society gets to pick and choose where my grease looks best like grease on the upper torso and on the butt cheeks yay but grease on the stomach, where I literally keep all of my fucking organs, is a big no-no. Come on. <laughs> I can't. <sighs> We've come so far as a society. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So I feel like although there is like this tremendous pressure on our bodies to look agreeable for others... I feel like, on a more positive note, I feel like 
um, you know, social media does show a wider variety, how do you say that word, variety of bodies that weren't portrayed in like fashion magazines before. And it also sort of gives you the resources to um, to get the knowledge to dismantle this unhealthy pattern and try to heal your relationship with your body. So you might ask, Ariane, how the fuck do I do that <laughs> after all? <laughs> After all, you've just threw my way. How the fuck <laughs> am I to reclaim my relationship with my body? Well, I got together a few. I made a list, you guys. I love making lists. I made a little list of tips and tricks um, to try and better relationship with your body. Uh, I didn't want to make like a full episode just being very pessimistic and like writing an essay on how toxic and sexist <laughs> capitalism and the entertainment industry can be. I could have done that, but I wanted to, you know, it's spring and we're changing and we're moving around and we're having fun and because we deserve to have fun. So... Um, now we're going to talk about the positives and how to just, how to take this little vessel that we were given to walk through this life and give it love. Because when we, you give your body love, you give yourself love. Anyway, um, now for the tips and tricks. For the tips and tricks. I should have like a jingle. Like a tips and tricks jingle. For the tips and tricks. I feel like this one is pretty general. But again, our generation is so fucking anxious. You can never <laughs> say it enough. So first of all, fucking meditation. Um, meditation at its core is sort of the idea of finding peace or power in a way and also regenerating your relationship with your body by just uh, increasing your awareness and um, finding finding the beauty in the present moment. Oh my god. <laughs> I should have gone into fucking advertising. Um, okay, so for meditation I personally use in a timer it's a free app you can find on um, app store or just anywhere uh, inner timer and you will find it it's literally changed the way I view meditation because I used headspace for a while but it never really suited me just because if you can't pay for like the comprehensive version of like all of the different exercise cycles and stuff it's not that um suited for like your personality or what or what you might specifically want and stuff whereas with inner timer you it's sort of like youtube but only with like meditation videos and there are so many different types of videos like you get um sound baths where you just like listen to either like a frequency or like um well a sound bath so like you know people using cleansing bowl you can listen to stories people telling inspiring stories that you may uh that may inspire you like ignite something in you you can there are a lot of guided meditation or on a bunch of different themes um so literally you can google a word you cannot google what you can search for a word on the app and you'll have so many answers and so many different length of meditation from literally like two minutes to like an hour and a half so there is something for everyone on this app um, this is not sponsored. I wish it was, but it really isn't. 
And um, my favorites are, I like listening to, because I made a terrible mistake. It's not in inner timer, it's insight timer. Insight timer, insight, insight, insight timer. And it's the best fucking app. And one of my favorite meditations is Faith's Imn by Beautiful Chorus. And it's a channel, it's a meditation channel that does a bunch of like music and singing uh, surrounding the meditation and just like appeasement and stuff. And I love it. So yeah, check it out. You can literally not regret it. It's free. It's beautiful. And if you like listen, if you like meditate 50 days in a row, not in a row, but like if you meditate 50 days, you get a gold star. <laughs> and if you meditate 10 days in a, in a row, you also get a gold star. So if you need to like be motivated by some sort of a gain or like, you know, an app approval, well, you can. And if you want to turn that off, that um, option off, you also can. So meditation, I would say, is just one of the easiest way and most satisfying way and most insightful way to strengthen the relationship with your body. And then you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say fucking yoga. Because literally, I did not know that until last week. <laughs> because I'm, I have to say, I'm very like, um, my yoga practice is very youthful. It's a little bud in the middle of winter. It's not even fucking summer yet because I'm not regular enough with it. And every time I fucking read my tarot cards, my spirit guides are like, bitch, can you just do fucking yoga? And I, another week goes by and I'm not doing yoga. I should be more consistent, but it's complicated. But then again, I always have time. You always have time in life. You just have priorities and I should prioritize yoga. But yoga in Sanskrit um, comes from the root of a Sanskrit word, which means to join or to unite or like to reunite. And it literally has different um, understanding, but it literally means to like reunite the mind and the body, but also like the individual consciousness with the um, universal consciousness. So literally yoga as a practice its purpose is to reunite you with the collective but also reunite you with your body um of course during quarantine i checked out yoga with adrienne she's the cutest person her dog is so sweet but there are so many cool um yoga teachers on youtube just pick one I can't pick for you because I don't know what your vibe is. I like when people are very cozy and have like very soft voices, but maybe you need someone a little bit more like someone that wakes you up a little bit more. So yeah, those are my two very general, very like everyone could have told you that sort of advices. And then my other ones are going to be a little bit more, just a little bit weirder, I guess. Um, this one is what uh, I started doing uh, this summer because I put on weight during the first lo French lockdown. I put on like three pounds, I want to say. And I noticed that whenever I was like by the beach or like wearing uh, a bikini this summer, I would spend so much of my day being mean to myself, like literally being like um, using my fucking brain which is so capable and intelligent, <laughs> like, I have a brain, I should not be using it to fucking criticize myself, but I was using my brain and my energy, um, to be like, hey, maybe you should straighten, you should straighten up, because people are gonna see your roles, hey, maybe you should sit that way and not this way, so people don't see, like, what the actual fuck, so I made it a rule for myself that now, uh, whenever, multiple times during the day, I find myself being critical or saying like, oh, I wish this was thinner. I wish this was bigger. I wish this was more like that and that and that. Uh, whenever during the day I can notice myself being critical of my body multiple times, I will hold a specific time during the day, usually like after a shower, 
where I will only be celebratory and appreciative towards my body. Because the shit I throw at it, I swear to God, and I'm going to be really honest, no one's ever been as mean to me as I am. <laughs> like, no one's, and I, I guess, I hope, because otherwise it means that someone's been really mean, fucking mean to you, but I hope no one's ever been mean to you the way you can be mean to yourself. And that's awful. And so now, whenever, like, it's a thing, me being critical of my body is a thing, I just make sure to set up a time in the day where I'm only allowed to be celebratory and appreciative. Because fuck that. You know what? It's been with me for so long. It takes me everywhere. Celebration, please. Okay, second one that I... This one's my favorite. So whenever you find yourself wanting to be... Like, you're in the middle of like a conversation or you're talking to yourself or you're thinking and you want to be depreciative. Like, for example, let's say... This can work for the way you talk about your body, but it can work by the way you talk about yourself in general. So, for example, let's say you you fell on the floor and you're like really embarrassed and you want to make a depreciative comment to say to people, oh my fucking God, I'm so clumsy. Your first instinct is going to be to be depreciative and to say like, I'm such a mess. But instead of like being depreciative, what you can do that will get the same response, because it's also going to be humorous, is to use um, an exaggeration. So instead of like, if you ridicule yourself in public, instead of saying, I'm such a fucking mess, say, I have it all so together right now. Like, I'm so in control right now. I'm such a, you know, like I'm such a... I'm such goals right now. I'm so impressive right now. Just say something that people will also laugh at and understand that you're making fun of yourself, but making an exaggeration. So like, for example, if imagine that you threw up on yourself, I'm, I'm giving like a very extreme example. So you get, guys get where I'm getting, but let's imagine that you threw up on yourself and you were so embarrassed and you want to say like, I'm disgusting, I'm so fucking gross right now. Instead, you're going to say, I'm so hot right now. And people are going to understand that you're not fucking stupid. They're going to understand that what you want to do is make a depreciative comment. But it's funny and also your brain is always listening. So you're, when your brain hears, I'm so hot right now, even if you just puked yourself, it makes a mental note and you make a mental note every single time you talk badly about yourself. So, so the next time you want to talk badly about yourself, choose the opposite comment and it's going to be just as sarcastic, it's, just, it's going to be just as funny things and that, that one's actually one of my favorites is to try and notice physical things that you like in other people in real life. Because I feel like with social media and Instagram we've become so desensitized um to real life beauty and people's freckles and people's little like baby hairs and just weird like nose thing they do with their nose and stuff so if you do that it's actually gonna create a mental root that's gonna associate beauty with real life rather than just fucking instagram and red carpets Another thing you can start doing, and this one's actually one of my favorite, is that you can start taking note of physical things that you like in other people in real life. And then like people's freckles or their weird like nose thing they do with their nose and or like they baby hairs, the texture of their skin, everything. And then eventually you're going to start noticing little things you like about yourself. And that's going to create a mental route where you're going to associate beauty with real life rather than Instagram and fucking red carpets. Um, also, whenever you put on makeup or you put on a cute outfit or you put on lingerie or you treat yourself in whatever way and you want to look like aesthetically pleasing, of course do that because I understand like I'm very much of a visual person I have a Mercury in Pisces and I'm Taurus Venus oh my god <laughs> I shouldn't give you guys my whole chart because you guys are going to know how to 
trick me into well, <laughs> whatever I have a Taurus Venus so like aesthetics or I'm a whore for aesthetics but whenever you put on makeup or you put on an outfit or whatever make sure that it's something that feels authentic and that feels like you're doing it for you and because it's fun and because it's a privileged moment between you and yourself to pick out like the kind of identity you want to portray during the day and not because um you feel like you have to sort of reach a certain type of image that people want you to reach so yeah and i would also say like make sure that you hold mental space throughout the day to celebrate things you like oh there's a dog there is a dog it's a dog <laughs> make sure that you hold men's space during the day to notice things you love about yourself that are not physical like you love the way you sing you love your love you love how you make people love you love you love your writing you love um your favorite cup <laughs> just things about yourself not your favorite cup but like things about yourself that you love that have nothing to do with the way you look um oh my god you guys i feel like we're almost done with this episode i hope it wasn't too i wasn't i hope it wasn't too overwhelming and heavy but it's spring and it's the season where we start to show a little bit more skin and i wanted you guys to know how worthy you are with every single cell in your body is worthy and so fucking hot you're so hot i'm sending you good vibes of hotness <laughs> i'm sure you can feel it um <laughs> yeah just this little reminder that every cell in your body loves you so much and fights for your happiness and your health so be celebratory and um just remember that it never took a day off it never complains it takes every single fucking thing you throw at it so just be a little bit more thankful if you've already been here on the more than grateful podcast you'll know that uh each week i give you guys three daily affirmations um to just celebrate yourself and support you in your journey um three affirmations and an exercise so this week the affirmations the daily affirmations i'm gonna give you you're gonna have to s say or think while or before drinking water um because the body is made out of like 60 percent water or something 70 percent. i'm not sure i think it's 60 maybe 70 um anyway <laughs> The human body is made out of a lot of water and I saw this really cool study by this Japanese scientist called Dr. Masaru Emoto on water consciousness and how water crystals can change shape and like be affected by the way a human talks to the water or like how positive thoughts and positive intentions can affect the visible realm. So before you drink your water, I want you to think or say, I am here to take up space. I am here to take up space. I am here to take up space. I celebrate all past, present and future versions of myself. I get the chance to age and that's beautiful. I celebrate all past, present and future versions of myself. I get the chance to age and that's beautiful. I celebrate all past, present and future versions of myself. I get the chance to age and that's beautiful. And finally, I'm glowing with positive energy and self-appreciation. I am glowing with positive energy and self-appreciation. I am glowing with positive energy and self-appreciation. This one made me smile. Okay. And finally, I'm going to let you guys go. But before every week I give an activity. Um, 
that you can do throughout the week just once. And this week's activity is going to be to take some hot pictures of yourself. <laughs> just take pictures that make you feel confident, whether it's in lingerie or naked or like whatever, I don't care. Take some pictures of yourself that make you feel confident and then... Um, so I guess it's not one activity, I guess it's two. You should sit in front of the mirror and talk about it of your body part and you're gonna associate a specific memory that you were able to have thanks to that body part and then you'll thank that body part for what it adds into your life. For example, I love my feet because last year when I was feeling restless, they took me to parks and allowed me to feel active and like I still had some control over my life during this weird time period and I want to thank my feet for supporting me and allowing me to rely on them. And if you don't know what to say about the body part, you can just say, I want to thank said body part for making me whole, present and beautiful. Yeah, so that's it for this week. Um, again, if you guys do say like the affirmation, the daily affirmations while drinking water, or if you do the activity, send me an email and I'd be so fucking glad to learn about it. There's a fucking motorcycle again. Sorry, you guys. Um, this was actually really fun. I feel like I went on a little bit of a rant at the beginning, but... I never want to send negative energy towards you guys, it's just this is a topic that's very sensitive and I understand that you can never talk about, um, you can never talk about people's relationship with their body without making a mistake somewhere um, because it's so intimate and so personal and so I'm sure that I said some stuff and you, you guys are going to be like, we're going to disagree. But just know that I have the best intentions. I hope you know how fucking hot you are coming into this week. <laughs> if you don't just strut it, just strut the fucking street like it's a runway, mama. And um, I love you. And I'll see you next Sunday. Have a good day, you guys. Bye.